live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Punt, 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 downs, punt, half, fumble, punt, punt, downs, interception. Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football. And everyone needed a little wake-up call because they kind of slipped into thinking he did. Okay, I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. Hour two on a Friday, March 3rd. T-Row in the morning show time. TJ, um... After I open up this hour, set the stage in a magnificent manner, I'm going to read the news if you would like to uh, prepare oh, the yeah. proper audio. For oh, that. yeah. Friday morning. That was creepy. We've got um, a lot going on out there in the world of Sooner Sports and beyond. Um, today, softball home opener, 3 o'clock, Marita Hines Field. It'll be against UIC. 5.30 Kentucky. Is Do those two teams play each other first? Do you know? Like UIC and Kentucky play do you at know, like do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. Um, I, do OU, not, I do not know. Saturday, 3 o'clock Kentucky, 5.30 UIC. Baseball opens play in the Frisco Classic today. Game one of the classic, two o'clock against Cal. Cal's off to a six and one start. I saw the pitching matchups, TJ. OU facing three left-handed starters this weekend, which they've fared pretty well against lefties so far. So I don't hate that. Uh, Kale Davis today against Cal's Ian May. A lot of Cal's going on. He's one and zero. With a zero 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 ERA, which is right where you want your ERA. Fourteen innings, he hasn't given up a run. So well, that's pretty sh- good. Well, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, they get a Mississippi State pitcher with like a whole lot of consonants in his last name. And uh, Sunday, another lefty for Ohio State. Tonight, the matchup of the year in women's gymnastics: one versus two, OU and Florida. It's in the Lloyd Noble Center. We got K.J. Kendler coming up live next segment. Tomorrow night, men's gym gets Michigan. Big-time matchup in McCaslin Fieldhouse. And tomorrow, both basketball games are at 2 o'clock. The men are at home against uh, TCU, and the women play for a share at least of the Big 12 title in Stillwater. We got Bedlam to end the season. Everything okay there? Sorry. I was so, I was so anxious to prepare something for the news that I accidentally did that you okay i'm fine okay and now time and now ladies and gentlemen it's time to read the news the bugs bunny roadrunner show will return after in the news and these messages next another interesting story that's in the news (laughs) i tell you i like it better when you do it can you do it 
in the news. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just make that the deal now. Oh, do you love Girl Scout cookies, TJ? I uh, love a thin mint, yes. That's it? That's the only kind? Um, what about that's a do dough? That's my favorite. Um, what's a do dough? I don't remember. Uh, Is that the peanut butter one? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I, a thin Mint's my go-to, so that's all I know. If I'm there buying Girl Scout new, cookies, that's it. There is a new Girl Scout cookie this year. They've introduced a new flavor, and it has gone viral. The Raspberry Rally cookie. Uh, I'm not a big raspberry guy, but go ahead. Well, I'm not either, and I'll be honest with you, it looks I, like I'm not dying to have this cookie, but it's a new flavor so it's all the rage. They have officially sold out, and they are going on the secondary market for over a hundred dollars a box. What? Yeah, they cost five bucks to buy it, but it, they're sold out. They so- they sold out of all of them they made, and uh, people are posting them on eBay or whatever, Facebook, whatever. Hundred dollars plus a box. I don't have a daughter. Never had a sister. So I've not been around this world besides buying them. Is a new cookie not a normal thing for the Girl Scouts? Is this rare? I think that they've they had only... the. I think they've had the same ones for a while. Somebody out there of more huh. of an expert than me, but I mean, I knew they I had think... their 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 core group of cookies. I thought they may have put a new one out every year or two. I didn't know. Um, girl, uh, that's a good question. I, I, I'm gonna. Look up the flavors here real fast. Flavors is probably not the right word. Uh, here we go. Thin Mints, Tagalongs. Oh, Tagalongs are good. Samoas. Um, Trefoils. Tri- tri- dosi I like the dosi I think those are the peanut butter. Yeah, anyway. that, that, yeah, you've got confirmation from a couple of people that they are the peanut butter cookie. Julio says they're the only edible Girl Scout cookie, which is not true. Not true at all. Um, so anyway, if you run across some raspberry Girl Scout cookies on the black market, TJ. Huh. Well, I'm disappointed yeah. now that I've passed so many tables over the last few weeks and had yeah. I known some raspberries were sitting there, there was a gold mine, you know, I didn't this know. This is your kind of deal right here. Reselling. This is very similar to <laughs> your Thunder season <laughs> Re- tickets. Reselling stuff. I'm good at yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. I've done it with concert tickets recently. Oh, man. Did you watch the Detroit Mercy game last night, TJ? I'm sure you did. Oh, absolutely. I was all over it. Antoine Davis's bid to become the all-time leading scorer in NCAA men's basketball history came up three points short. Detroit Mercy eliminated in the quarterfinals of the Horizon League tournament oh. by Youngstown State. Antoine Davis needed 25 points to tie, 26 points to pass Pistol Pete Maravich for the all-time leading scorer in men's basketball history. He finished with 22, had a three at the buzzer to tie, and missed. He finishes his career probably with 3,664 points, Three behind Pistol Pete's thirty-six sixty-seven. They have a losing record. They're fourteen and nineteen. I don't think it's a rule anymore. Certainly, like in the CBI or whatever, 
where you have to have a 500 record to make the NIT or the CBI? I don't think that's a rule anymore. I thought Maybe it, was. it is for the NIT, but I, I don't think it is for the CBI. Yeah. So it is possible that the CBI offers them a bid, I think, from what I was reading last night, for the story. I don't think they've earned it at 14 and 19, but for the story, it is possible he gets another game. But as of now, he has finished three points short. Here's the amazing thing, TJ. I mean, it's a, he's a great scorer. He's had many, many 40-point games and on and on. He's a fifth-year senior. I was about to say, how many years of eligibility did Pistol Pete have in comparison to this guy? Pete played three years right. of college basketball. <laughs> right. That's astonishing, TJ. Astonishing. God, I wish we could have watched him. It's amazing to think of what he did and accomplished in that period of time. And then that's why I asked because guys nowadays, if they're not in the league after three years, they start breaking these records. But it's because they've been given the fourth, fifth, well, they have four if they want it, fifth, sixth, uh, seventh year of eligibility with COVID and are breaking these records now in some cases. This guy averaged 28 points a game this great. year. That's great. <laughs> Off the charts. Yeah. That's He's super. an incredible scorer, but in five years could not catch. Pistol Pete, who played three at LSU. <laughs> That's the basketball gods uh, last night saying, mm, nah, dude. Yeah. You're coming yeah, you're up right. just a little short. You're right. Ah, that one, man. Pistol played at LSU from 67 to 70. We just missed him, Teach. Just missed him. Everybody who's ever watched Pistol Pete said there's never been anything like him. Mm. Um, TJ, do you have you ever run an Ultra marathon. I've ran a tough mutter. Does that count? Oh, I forgot you did the tough mutter. Yeah. No, it didn't count. But that's still very impressive. How many years ago was that now? Mm, probably five or six years ago, somewhere in there. I think Bronx yeah. was around yeah, six or seven. Have you guys so. talked about doing it again since then? Um, we discussed it, and I said it'll never happen again. And to the point I've... Uh, unsubscribed to their email list and deleted them Good. off of social media so they don't see the stuff anymore because it just brings up pain. So, Megan Cassidy, she's 41 years old of Kissimmee, Florida, has broken a world record. She's an ultra-marathoner. Ultra-marathons are 31.1 miles. So seven miles or so farther than a normal marathon, right? Is it 24 for a marathon or 26? 26.2, isn't it? Okay, so five miles farther than a normal marathon. I she broke the right. world. She broke the world record by running 23 ultra marathons in 23 consecutive days. What? She ran an ultra marathon every day for 23 straight days. I, that's unbelievable, but also completely crazy yeah like that is i can't imagine running one mile for 23 straight days <laughs> but that's destroying your body to a point i don't think she can come back from that like that's not healthy for you i don't care what anybody tells me that's dangerous that's amazing and a little psychotic and a little dangerous Dangerous! Ooh. 
quote, running every day like that, it's not so bad because you keep up with it. There are days it got kind of lonely, but I'd wear a bib telling about what I was doing, and people loved hearing about it. It was hard to eat enough calories in the first few days. Your brain tries to stop you from doing this, so it tells you that you're not hungry. I had to tell my boyfriend to make sure I ate at least a quarter of a pan of lasagna every day. Oh, Oh, man. I'd do that all the time, too. (laughs) She's like Garfield. See? I'm doing something right. Uh, We've had so many text messages asking about Leeds this weekend. Uh, They play 9 a.m. tomorrow morning at Chelsea. See if we can get the season sweep of Chelsea. <laughs> Thank you to the texter that said, no big deal. Forrest Gump did it for four straight years. That's <laughs> true. And finally, thank you to you and the texter who tipped us off on this story earlier today. The National Park Service has a sense of humor. Who knew? They offered some advice yesterday on their Twitter account uh, saying, quote, never push a slower friend down. Quote, if you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely pushing Drake down if a bear's chasing us. One person replied to the park uh, tweet asking uh, what they should do if they are the slower friend. And the park service replied, check in on the friendship before you head to the woods. (laughs) Seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park. While it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. Uh, How about the National Park Service? Uh, Having some fun. I like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. And that's the news for this Friday, March the 3rd. When we come back, a legend National champ, five-time national championship head coach, K.J. Kendler, back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Here we go. Tonight's the night we've all been waiting for the 1-2 showdown in the Lloyd Noble Center. OU Florida, and we welcome in now women's gymnastics head coach extraordinaire, K.J. Kindler. Good morning, K.J. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited. We're all excited about tonight. The anticipation's killing us, K.J. This is going to be awesome. (laughs) Well, we're excited, too. (laughs) Well, you should be. Um... You know, what has the week been like for you guys leading up to tonight? Um, you know, we we uh, we know we have a double weekend this weekend, and it's the only one we have all year during the regular season. So, you know, we, we planned ahead. We had a little extra recovery and rest after the West Virginia meet and, um, and then just got back to work and really, you know, prepared just like we do for any other meet, of course, um, but really being conscious about their rest. Any extra buzz in the gym this week, or you guys have been in so many big meets, it's just another Friday night? Honestly, we have we have been challenged so much this season, um, and I wouldn't want to put any more emphasis on this meet than I would any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just, you know, another regular season meet, and certainly it's a, 
a great opportunity to have Florida here in town. You know, we've, we went to their place last year, so just want to return the favor and have them come out here. And, uh, and no, no, I think we're just, um, you know, we just, uh, again, wanting to beat ourselves and put ourselves in the best situation to, to put our best um, product on the floor. When you've got a double weekend and they do, uh, it's OU in Florida tonight and then you'll be at Michigan on uh, Monday. When you've got a double weekend like this, do you approach it any differently from a lineup perspective or anything? Um, so maybe. You know, I, I don't know what we're going to do at Michigan tonight. We will be um, putting out our strongest team, absolutely. Um, Monday, we, we've put ourselves in a really great position from a scoring standpoint and secured our spot um, going into the postseason. Um, it looks pretty good. So if people need to rest, we will do it at Michigan. But I, I don't know that I'm going to make that call yet. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I didn't know, you know, when I set up this amazing weekend that these these two teams would be number two and number three. I mean, I assume they would be great, but they're literally number two and number three. And so, to me, that that's equal. Equal. Uh, the top five are literally so close that um, anything can happen on any given night. So, um, you know, kudos to me, the scheduler, <laughs> who uh, put these. Yeah, right. No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm saying two huge meets in a weekend. It's it's hard to do, um, and and I know we're going to have to be super strategic even after tonight and in, in what comes next before Monday. But um, it, it's kind of cool, you know, to have that that strength of schedule and to have that challenge every week. But it's also, you know, it's hard on you emotionally, physically. So you know, come Tuesday, we might be mm. <laughs> you'll be wiped out. Yeah, we might be a little wiped out. Um, I was watching uh, you with Chris Plank last night on the uh, Rudy show, and you brought up an interesting point about perfect tens, I thought. And you guys have had three more of them this year so far. Hopefully we'll see another one tonight. But you mentioned that there's a, like a psychology when a student athlete lands a perfect ten, kind of clicks in with them like, oh, I can do that. That can be done. And then you see maybe maybe more of them after that. I, I thought that was an interesting point you made. Yeah, I mean, I just think that when you see your teammate achieve it, sometimes right in front of you, you you suddenly have this reality that, you know, this is possible tonight. This You know, and so it can affect you many different ways. You know, you could try too hard to get one and you or you could just relax and say, wow, this could this could be the moment, you know, and, and make it happen. But. I think they're contagious. I think that once that happens, people just kind of get on a roll, and it's a pretty exciting thing. Um, and that's definitely what happened last weekend. All right, tell me about Florida. What's their strength? Um, I'm going to, you know, I think Bars and Beam are their strengths, 100%. Those are their two best events. Um, those, that's their starting event and their finishing event tonight. So that's, a, that's really good for them. You know, they're, they're starting and finishing on their, on their best events. Um, vault and floor um, are still strong. Don't get me wrong, but um, maybe you know we could get an edge there a little bit. But vault, you know, they have um, it's all about landings, really. So it's hard to know until you know it happens. But they have great vaults. It's just all about the landing. You got to stick then, it. Um, you got to stick it, KJ. When you when you land, 100%. that's the key. Yeah. 
hundred percent. And so, you know, we've, we've had vault rotations go by where we miss the stick and things like that. But vault is the most difficult event to catch the stick on because it's just so fast, dynamic, high, far, you know, it's hard to do the exact vault, especially with adrenaline and all of that going on. You know, the other events, the technical part of the dismount, it's a little easier to stick. So vault's definitely the event it's hard to capture it, that on. It makes no sense. If you've ever watched a sports science on on a vault, you, you know, you're running I don't know how many miles an hour. You throw yourself full force into this thing. Then you do 14 flips in the air, and you come down with all your momentum going one direction, and you don't move. It just it, it defies science. And I, I know, like, what's the like the? How do you teach it? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things that go into it, but what's the one secret to making sure the feet don't move at the end? Well, you know, we we definitely practice our body position. I call it the zipper. You know, you have a certain angle in your knees and your hips, and your arms are in a certain position. Um, it's almost like a squat, Toby. You know, when you're doing squats, and if you no, do them very I did squats properly, yesterday, absolutely, I know. Well, maybe that's, you know, but you got to hold the down part. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. So it's, yeah, it's hard. But, um, you know, it also depends on, you know, your trajectory and, and what angle you're at. And we do a vault. Um, our entire lineup does a vault that's worth a 10, and you have a blind landing. So Lou tries to teach them to watch the ground as long as they can as they're doing that last half twist. And then look forward. So it, it's tricky. You and Lou ever got like uh, mad at each other in the middle of a meet or anything? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All the time, huh? <laughs> no, not like that. What are you like, doing have... over there, Lou? Come on. <laughs> no, we have discussions and like you know, uh, you know what I mean. Not mad, mad, but just like. Sure, we all we we're always collaborating. That's what I love about my staff. Like, we can uh, tell each other our opinions and then come up with the right answer. So, everybody in the arena tonight, be looking for the KJ Lou mid meet friction. We'll see if they get into it. <laughs> uh, what's our Olivia Troutman update, and how is everybody else looking on the health front tonight? If you want yeah, Florida I mean, to know, maybe you don't want Florida to know. I don't know. Well, last week she did all her events except floor, so we're still we're still on that track. But she's um, she's gonna add floor in, we hope, by postseason. So she has not done floor um, since her sophomore year. So this will be a big jump for her, but she really wants to do it. So we're gonna go for it. Nice, seven forty-five tonight. Let's fill up the Lloyd Noble Center. If for whatever reason you can't make it tonight. ESPN2 will have national television coverage. It is the matchup of the year in women's gymnastics, OU in Florida. Coach, go get them. Good luck. Thanks, Toby. See ya. That's KJ Kendler. Uh, TJ, it is a crimson out tonight. They are encouraging everyone to wear crimson. First 500 fans receive a championship roller banner. Is that the little thing where you pull it out and it says Go Sooners on it or Boomer yeah. Sooner? Yeah, or usually it says Boomer on one side, Sooner on the okay. other, typically. But yeah. How about this? Look at this. Listen to this, Teach. The first 250 students receive a red LED cowboy hat. What? 
A red LED cowboy hat. They had it on the Rudy show last oh. night. It's pretty cool. Uh, students are free to get in, I by the way. I might need me one of those to wear with my red boots. This is even more exciting. The first 500 students receive a free honey butter biscuit coupon from Whataburger. <laughs> that would be more exciting for me. To but, students, uh, according to Toby, you can only obtain that and use that coupon in the drive-thru. So do not go inside. Yeah, and try nobody's to get gonna go inside biscuit. and eat a honey butter biscuit. What are you psycho? Do you know how many nights I've been at Waterburger at two in the morning eating a honey butter biscuit? Actually, it's a taquito. But come on. Uh, and if you show your ticket from women's gym or women's basketball, okay, I get it. So maybe you've already bought your women's basketball ticket in advance. So. If you've got a women's basketball ticket, you can get into women's gym for 5 bucks. Or if you've got a women's gym ticket, you can get into women's basketball for 5 bucks. Does that make sense, Teach? Those two yeah. are working a in conjunction. A ticket plus 5 bucks gets you into both events. Oh, that's so much a better way to say it. Everyone who sits in the lower bowl gets red pom-poms tonight. There's a lot going on. Man, there's a lot of red. Red pom-poms, cowboy hats, butter biscuits, mm -hmm. banners, roller banners. Um and shirts because everybody's supposed to wear red shirts tonight too. So, seven forty-five will be all the introductions and everything. TV coverage starts at eight o'clock. OU Florida one versus two, big night. We'll take a break. Back after this. This OU coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman, Landers Chevy at I thirty-five and Ed Noble Parkway, and Landers CDJR at four eighty-one North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. Toby and TJ back with you. Nervous for the baseball games today or this weekend. I've found over uh, the years, TJ, the games I don't call, I get really nervous for. Oh, the nervous oh. as in um, excited to uh, watch. FOMO nervous, like you're uh, like no, uh, no, 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 no. Just being no, able to I'm... consume them as a fan, you're saying, and it, it, nervous energy. Yeah, I'm nervous about the game. Like, I want them to win. I'm excited about it. My head's not all in getting prepared. And so I, I'm just thinking about the importance of the games and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just, I find myself getting more nervous when I'm not calling the games. Like those games at Minute Made the last few years when Taylor's gone down there and stuff. I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, oh you baseball today. I got to watch OU baseball today. I make sure I get my D1 account ready to roll and everything. I don't know, it's a weird feeling. Some of those uh, early season basketball games that uh, intersect with football that Chad goes and calls and stuff, I, right. I do the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I get my, the fan in me comes out, you know? No, that's good. That's good sometimes to have that. I guess. Yeah. Um, you really want a two out of three weekend for them, at least. I want a three out of three, but I'll take two out of two. Yeah. Or no, two I out of three, you. excuse me. I feel like they need two out of three to kind of get the season going here get a little jump start they got a good finish to last weekend some uh solid opponents especially mississippi state on saturday coming up um yeah this a, feels like a f important weekend for them to me anyway two o'clock today 130 pregame with taylor maples down at uh frisco rough riders ballpark down there okay it is time for uh who you got teach for the final Saturday of the Big 12 season. Um, 
What a bounce back effort for for you last weekend. Do you remember, T? You went five and zero, oh, including predicting yeah, OU's upset of Iowa State. I remember. You act People like it's ch- unusual. It is. Lately. It's what I do. Terrible. People at Champion were very happy with you. So uh, again, who's your gut sponsored by, TJ? Hold on, let me stand up for this. TJ's Gut is brought to you by Champion Home Loans. Great rates, low fees, winning experience. Call them today, 405-716-4565, or visit winwithchampion.com. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. What a read. By the way, outstanding job on the bumper music out of the K.J. Kendler interview. I See, I had it ready for going in, and then K.J. didn't answer her phone, and I said, well, that was wasted. I'll wait till the end. No, I mean, all around good decision-making yeah. by you. Outstanding. Not pick. many sports shows you'll get uh, Jerry Reed's Amos Moses as bumper music no. today, but you got you it right here, and I'm proud of that. that. No, no. That's how, uh, okay, way to go. No. Way to go. Uh, all right, here we go. Big 12 Saturday. Good job by uh, the Big 12 for the most part, and ESPN staggering the games. I'm serious. They did a good job this week. 11 a.m., Iowa State at Baylor. Iowa State's in a bit of a free fall here. Now they've lost Caleb Grill. Uh, they've lost four in a row. Baylor tied for second. Who you got? Baylor at home, senior day. Iowa State, as you said, kind of really going through some things, kind of slipping and going the other way as we head into tournament play here. I'm going the Baylor Bears in that game. Yeah, I agree with that call. I think they got that one right. One o'clock, Kansas State at West Virginia. We just saw Kansas State. They looked amazing. West Virginia, uh, eighth place right now at six and eleven. This game's in Morgantown. Who you got? This game's going to be a barn fire. All right, um, a disaster. A disaster <laughs> for West Virginia. Senior day, they're oh. going to have to celebrate with a loss. Um, I think K State's got a lot on the line right now as far as seeding and looking yeah. ahead to the tournament. And I think they're going to try to to maintain a, a two seed somewhere in there. So. I, plus, I have uh, recent uh, bias coming into play here where I think yeah. they look like a Final Four team just a couple of nights you ago. You said so. they look like the Showtime Lakers. They did. They did. So oh, I'm man. going Kansas State on the road in a tough, tough battle. I think this will be a physical, tough game. Pathetic! You are pathetic! This is a disaster! This is a barn fire! I actually think you I, – I agree with that pick, by the way. Okay? I mean, I, I'm – it's hard to have watched that game on Wednesday and think K-State would lose to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies right now. I mean, they look amazing. <laughs> right. 3 o'clock, Kansas at Texas. Game of the day in the Big 12. Kansas is your Big 12 regular season champ again. Texas in that three-way tie for second place right now. The game is in Austin. TJ, who you got? Great season for the Longhorns. The Moody Center will be rocking. Kansas coming in there. McConaughey will be there, right? McConaughey will be there with Kansas being in town. Absolutely. This is where we see the typical March slip start to begin for the Texas Longhorns. Well, they've already lost two in a row. Uh, Kansas will uh, go in there, uh, win this game. They've got another Big 12 championship. They're going to secure a one seed. Give me the Jayhawks on the road against the Texas Longhorns. Kansas on a seven-game winning streak, peaking at the right time. Texas has lost two straight. You're going Kansas on the road. Five o'clock, OSU at Tech. This has uh, kind of bottom of the 
standings implications. OSU has lost five straight. They are going the wrong direction. Tech right now in ninth place could potentially tie West Virginia with a win. Game is in Lubbock. Who you got, Teach? Really this the most the difficult one to pick of the uh, weekend, I think. It, it's the battle of the uh, uh, finger pistols. Both <laughs> that's, sides. That's right. Both sides love doing the finger pistols. OSU and Texas Tech. I'm going Tech only based on home court advantage there. Okay. I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going Tech in a close one. And finally, 2 o'clock in the Lloyd Noble Center. It is the home finale for your Oklahoma Sooners. It is Senior Day, which is a, t- a discussion we need to have, TJ, is uh, who's going to participate in Senior Day and who's really coming back next year and who's not. We know this is Tanner Groves's last game, but other seniors like Grant Sherfield and Jalen Hill and Jacob Groves do have another year of eligibility if they want it. So we shall see on that. We'll talk about that later. But TCU absolutely throttled them down in Fort Worth, Teach. This game, though, is in Norman. OU TCU, who you got? It is in Norman. Mm-hmm. They're big, they're long, they're athletic, they're everything that gives OU matchup nightmares. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say for the second game in a row, I'm uh, picking against the Oklahoma Sooners. I've got the TCU Horned Frogs. What, 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 what is this? What My is apologies this? To what have Porter, you given us? The players and champion home loans. I am sorry. But I've got to. I mean, you're on me. a roll with OU. It's not me. It's you, just you the ac- gut. You accurately picked their upset at Iowa State. You accurately picked Kansas State on Wednesday night. And you are saying TCU tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Uh, all right. Well, that's a little depressing, yeah, but that's I'm the way sorry. TJ sees it. I'm sorry. That's I got to tell it TJ like it is, it. you know. That's you why people come like here. Me and you, you, the two of us, we, we tell, tell it like it is. is. Yeah, we don't exactly sugarcoat anything do ever. All right, so recapping TJ's who you got. He's taking Baylor, Kansas State, Kansas, Texas Tech, and TCU for the final Saturday of the Big 12 regular season. Mm. The question is, do they come back next year, okay? Grant Sherfield. Take your time. Now, yes. <laughs> what was that? Now, yes. You say yes. Uh, no. Yes. You say no. Um. You don't know. Maybe. I've had... Difficulty deciding on this one. What's your opinion on Grant Sherfield? I'm leaning Sher- no. I think Grant Sherfield's going to go play professional yeah, basketball. Yeah, that's what I'm leaning, but I don't know if that's an option. But it's somewhere, somewhere. It's oh, an it's option. definitely an option. It's an option. Definitely an option. Somewhere, we'll see. He, he's a projected second round pick in the NBA, and if he doesn't get drafted in the NBA, he can play somewhere for money. Yeah, for sure. Jacob Groves. Um. Is he Tanner's done, so I want to be done too? Or Tanner's done, I'd like to play a year without him. Here's where I'm at with Jacob Or go Gross. somewhere else. Uh, yeah, but that, you know, the, the option is also for these guys to go somewhere else. Right. I hope they don't. But Tanner, 
will not be here. Jacob, do is there a spot for him here? I, I think Jacob's playing collegiately next year. I just don't know if it's in Norman. Okay. So, so you predict I'm he plays, but he transferred. I'm predicting he's at a different school, yes. Jalen Hill. This is the big one, Teej. Yes. No. Um, I'm confused by your answer. I'm going to say yes on Jalen Hill, and that's just me hoping that that's, he's back as a part and a piece with Los and, and Ortega Owe in this class that uh, that Porter's got and that he is there as a veteran guy. I hope so. There are going to be opportunities for Jalen, I think. Sure. Jalen could play professional basketball. Okay, professional, yeah. Or so, transfer. Or transfer and go to a program that is maybe he's I don't a think piece. he wants to. So he, I, he had a chance to transfer when Lon Kruger left sure. and stayed. Yeah. I, I don't think he transfers anywhere. I think he either plays another year or tries to play professionally. Um. I think there's, of the three, the, this is the most important one, and I do think there's a chance he does come back. I think that, uh, uh, I think he enjoys it, and I think he enjoys, you know, he, he's got some friendships on this team. they got a Vegas connection with Los and everything. I, I think he would kind of relish the veteran, the fifth-year senior leadership role. Right. I agree with I all that. I hope he does. I hope he does. I think that, he will be. So I'm, that's the way I'm leaning on Jalen. Blake Seacat. Uh, no, he will not be back. No. Mm. Okay. I agree with you. He's going <laughs> to be a doctor. Or right. 749. Back after this. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show, always brought to you by the Riverwind Casino, OKC's number one gaming destination, simply the best. Head over there for a state night, seafood night at the Riverwind uh, Buffet. You can also uh, check out concerts coming up soon at the Showplace Theater as those will fire up once again in the summer of this year, 2023. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, we have fallen way behind. Uh... The snowman leading us back to break. Going to be a heck of a Friday. You're welcome. Uh, if Toby ever did encounter a bear, don't panic. Just calmly explain to the bear that you can take out a giraffe. It will think twice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, also, if Teddy says he cannot beat a giraffe, te- te- Toby definitely cannot. What does that mean? I disagree. Are, are you saying there are certain things that Toby wouldn't do better in specific fights or encounters that Ted, like if Ted can't do it, Toby can't. I don't believe in that. Yeah. Thank you. Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. I think Ted would have a better chance in like a strength showdown with a bear or something like that. Absolutely. You know, you get what I'm doing is outsmarting the giraffe. It's a tactical game plan advantage for me. Has nothing to do with who bench presses more or who's a better athlete or anything like that. Uh, so I disagree with the texter. I think that um, I'm not so sure Ted wouldn't just try to bull rush the thing. 
because he's Teddy Lehman. He played linebacker, and that's what he does. It's just like, here I come. And the giraffe would just slap him with his neck, and Teddy would be in the fence, and that'd be it. Not my approach. My approach would be more from a uh, cerebral standpoint. I like my chances. What you're saying is you're smarter than Teddy Lehman. That's right. That's yeah, what I'm that's saying. exactly yeah. what you're saying. Uh, Michael from OKC. Johnny, I have checked. That, by the way, uh, is absolutely not correct because TJ can attest to this. There's nobody who knows more about every subject on the planet than Teddy Lehman. Teddy oh, that's absolutely true. You can that's bring up true. any topic about anything from sports to politics and Lawn maintenance, construction, any topic in the world, and Teddy's an expert on it. That's why he's the uh, Norman Transcript Reader's Choice uh, favorite radio personality again for this year. Is that right? He just won that award again this week. Congratulations. Well deserved. Yeah. How about that? So, yeah. I sounded like Teddy there. Yeah. 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 Top of the hour break, we got Mark Williams as they get set to take on Michigan tomorrow night next.